from the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School. This is Career Talk on Business Radio. Here is your host, Dr. Don Graham. Let's get it going. Welcome to Career Talk, your career insider. We are here in Business Radio. We are powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM, Channel 132. Hey, Thursday, noon Eastern, we are taking your calls right this second, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So if you've always wanted to call in and ask a question, now is the time to do it. We've got Dream Team in studio, Michelle and Dion, taking your calls all hour long, 844 942 7866. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. I'm the career director for the Wharton MBA program for executives here in sunny Philadelphia. I'm also a licensed psychologist and former corporate recruiter. And we are in week five of Switcher Fest. We are doing a six week special on career talk of all types of career switches. And today we have a very exciting topic. We are doing military to civilian switches. So if you are looking to make this type of transition, or maybe you have made this type of transition and you've got some tips to share or you have somebody you know in the military who is struggling to figure out their next steps, we want to hear from you all hour long on Career Talk 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. It's Switcher Fest on Career Talk, Series XM, Channel 132. And to help us with today's topic, we welcome Eric Stetson, a retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel with a Master's Degree in Human Resources and the Regional Director director of Four Block, an organization that equips high potential veterans to achieve great careers at our nation's top companies. We're so excited to have Eric here in studio to share his great advice for Switcher Fest. And welcome to the show, Eric. Thanks, Doc. Do I get to call you Doc? Thank you can you call me you can call me anything you like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Within uh, reason. We are a PG thirteen <laughs> show, so Well, it's a privilege to be on. Uh, my first time on Sirius XM radio, so exciting for me. Exciting to be down here at UPenn and Wharton, uh, my hometown Philadelphia. So I uh, really appreciate the chance to come on your show and talk about this subject. Well, first off, thank you for your service, and happy mm. early Veterans Day. Well, thank you. Um, and tell us about Four Block. So, so tell us about what this is. Yeah, so uh, Four Block is a not-for-profit, you know, 5013C veteran-founded, veteran-run organization. And what we do uh, is we help veterans prepare for careers in uh, the afterlife, so so to speak, after the military or uh, veterans who are still serving, reservists and guardsmen who are still in. Uh, and we even have some active duty members that uh, take advantage of the program in anticipation of switching to their next career. So is Four Block just in the Philadelphia area or can, can people access it from anywhere? People, and I'm glad you asked that question because it's one of the things that I want to talk briefly about today. Um, so Four Block is operating in 18 cities right now. Uh, started in New York City back in 2012 uh, with the, the genesis of one individual's thinking, a guy named Mike Abrams, who is a uh, Marine reservist, still a reservist today. Um, he started in New York City. Uh, we had some great uh, host and partner companies uh, support us and pick us up, so we were able to spread nationally. So we're operating on the uh, West Coast in uh, six or seven cities. On the East Coast, uh, I've got the, the Northeast region. So I have Boston, New York City, Philly, and D.C. We're also in Atlanta and Tampa, and we're in Austin, Texas as well. Um, so, and we're growing, um, but we're, you know, growing is something that has to be done carefully because, uh, we, we want to bring our services, services to more veterans and more locations, but we, at the same time, we need to make sure we maintain the quality of our program for the, for the folks that, that are going through the program. So that is what we call our resident, uh, career readiness program that four block offers in those major cities. And, what I'm also excited about is on 14 November, right around November, uh, Veterans Day, Four Block is releasing an online program that nice. anyone can sign up for and take. And so we're encouraging military members, spouses, parents, uh, anybody interested uh, to go you know, to fourblock.org and check that course out. And Four Block being F-O-U-R. B L O C K right dot org four block some you know some folks occasionally you know um, give it an abbreviation with the 
the letter or the number four, but four block is uh, so. So why the name four block? Where is that? Where does that come from? A lot of people ask. Um, so when Mike Abrams founded the the organization uh, back in 2012, uh, he seized on you know, what do veterans do after service? How do they make the transition? And so he looked at the Marine Corps doctrine terminology, a doctrine called the three-block war. And it was a concept that uh, General Krulak, a former commandant of the Marine Corps, and our honorary board chairman uh, developed when he was the commandant of the Marine Corps. And he was predicting what uh, future combat operations would look like and the complexity, uh, including in the space of three blocks, you could be involved in a support and stability operation or peacekeeping operation. In the next uh, block, you could be involved in, uh, you know, strictly humanitarian type operation. In the next block, you could all of a sudden find yourself in a combat uh, situation. So a multidimensional, you know, kind of dynamic um, experience. And as it turns out, um, you know, he was very prescient. That's what we saw a lot of in both Iraq and Afghanistan. So Mike said, okay, um, what's the fourth block? The fourth block's coming home or transitioning out of the service. And what do you do? Mm-hmm. What's your purpose? What do you do? How do you continue to serve? I love that. Great story. Hey, we're here with Eric Stetson, who is the regional director of Four Block, F-O-U-R-B-L-O-C-K dot org, if you want to check them out on the internet. And you're listening to Career Talk. This is Switcher Fest, 844-WARTON, 844-942-7866. So they very important topic this week. We're talking about military to civilian transition. So if that describes you or you've made a successful transition and you have some resources or tips to share, we'd love to hear from you. If it's Thursday noon Eastern, we are taking your calls right now. 844-WARTON, 844-942-7866. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. And one of the things that I, I love about having our military to, to civilian shows, Eric, is that I, I think the statistic is less than 1% of Americans have served in the military in some form or fashion. When you think about that, many of us who haven't served are very ignorant about what's happening in the world and and what what, what veterans are going through and what they're experiencing in a career transition. But like you said, it's not just career transitions. It's it's coming home. It's their families. It's it's having been away. So there's so many important topics. And while we're focusing on careers today, I think this is such a great opportunity to educate people about what life as somebody in the military who's transitioning is like. So sure. uh, so yeah. as we talk today, I want to throw in some some interesting fun facts that people might <laughs> might think uh, or may not have thought of, but as well as a lot of resources and tips that that can help people who are listening who maybe are not a veteran, maybe they hire veterans or maybe they're trying to hire more veterans, understand what skills they can look for. So, you know, on that note, Eric, are there companies that are, are, are you know, at the forefront of doing a good job at hiring transitioning veterans? Sure. It's a great question. Um, so more and more companies and organizations are realizing that veterans, through their training and their experience, um, really come to the table and to, you know, to the plate, uh, bring, bring on the plate uh, improved and increased soft skills. Um, so emotional intelligence, leadership, the ability to work um, on a team, the ability to read other people. And so they're recognizing the value of that and the, and the value that veterans bring, even though they may not have had a lot of experience in a particular industry. The skills and the experience and, and especially the soft skills they bring are valuable in their organization. Um, of course, they understand pers- perseverance. They understand, you know, being on time and doing things to standard. Um, they they love being on a team that's committed. Um, and so they, they can add a lot to an organization. So there are organizations um, that are realizing this more and more. Right here in the Philadelphia area, uh, a couple of organizations uh, that, that have done, you know, very well. Um, with not only hiring military but also military education programs for other um, civilian counterparts, uh, two that come right to the top of my brain, PricewaterhouseCoopers and Comcast. Mm -hmm. And so folks, in fact, employers um, that are trying to learn about how do we find veterans, how do we onboard them, how do we hire hire them, how do we mentor them and grow them, um, uh, Comcast is a leader in this, and and they've partnered – with another organization to produce uh, educational videos for that. So, you know, I would encourage uh, folks to visit Comcast for those resources. Yeah, and, and some of these organizations have offices everywhere. So I was doing some research and, you know, some of the, the additional organizations that I found are P&G, Home Depot, General Electric. Yep. Um, 
you know, that that have these military friendly programs. And one of the things that I encourage people to do, and I know you hear the word networking a lot on this show, but I think one of the things that that can be said about military is military helps military. And if you connect with your network, so maybe people who have landed in corporations or businesses, they're going to help you. I mean, that's my sense, Eric. You are absolutely correct. And it's you brought up a great topic that I wanted to make sure you know, we hit today, and it's the concept of veteran-to-veteran networking. So, you know, hopefully, you know, there's some veterans out there listening. There's some parents of some veterans, uh, brothers, sisters. Um, one mistake that we do see veterans make um, is based upon, you know, when they get out of the service and they say, okay, it did my time, I served, it was a great experience or a not-so-great experience or a mixed experience, whatever it was, there's a tendency to, to say, okay, now I need to become a civilian. I need to... to to get on with a regular life and, and, and move forward. And so they, they accidentally sometimes put their military and their military veteran connections behind them. And this is a, the exact opposite answer um, of, of, of the best way to go ahead. So I really encourage veterans to network with other veterans because so much knowledge, so many opportunities, so many connections that are rewarding can come from that. In fact, I'm just thinking of my own experience in the last three years. If there's something that's good that's happened to me in the last three years, I can trace almost all of it back to a veteran uh, network connection. Mm -hmm. So it's just really important, um, regardless of the experience you had in the military or are having in the military, um, get involved with the veteran network. Stay in touch with your fellow veterans so you can share with them, encourage them so they can do the same for you. And you can trade ideas and concepts back and forth. Uh, and connections and and something good will always come from that. And you're listening to Career Talk Series XM Channel 132. This is Switcher Fest. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, 844 Wharton, 844-942-7866. If you're tuning in Thursday noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, we are taking your calls right now at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Maybe you're a veteran who has successfully transitioned and want to learn about helping other veterans to make that transition. Or maybe you're a spouse of a, a somebody in the military and you're struggling to maintain your career while you're traveling around. We want to help you with any and all of these questions on Switcher Fest today, Sirius XM channel 132, 844 Wharton, 844-942-7866. And Eric, just to tag on to, you know, some of the things, um, there's so many resources out there, most likely in your own town, but even if you you want to look online, I mean, Veterati.com is a great organization. They yep. have a mentoring program. Absolutely. Um, so look at Veterati.com. LinkedIn also provides a free year of Job Seeker Premium subscription services. And so when you fill out your profile and do fill out your profile, do get on LinkedIn. This may not be something you've yeah. thought of, but get on LinkedIn. Put your military affiliations on there. Join yeah. groups. There's there's LinkedIn groups you can join. Absolutely. Are are there any in particular, any yeah. LinkedIn tips, Eric, that you've seen work particularly well for this population? Well, absolutely. And I'm glad you raised the point of family and spouses. You know, I, I can certainly speak from my own uh, experience. I'm married to an awesome woman. She married into the Army, so to speak, for 17 years. She had, uh, what, six, seven moves in that time frame. It's definitely interrupted her career. So a lot of military spouses have developed resilience and perseverance, the ability to be flexible, the ability to learn and adapt to new environments. And they bring a tremendous skill set also to organizations in addition to, you know, their professional or academic education. And so for spouses, like, for instance, LinkedIn. LinkedIn just announced a little while ago that they're also now providing a year of premium uh, subscription to spouses um, within their first year of of separation from the service with their spouse. And so uh, a great way that they're supporting. And I was at a, a conference last week with J.P. Morgan Chase and their uh, Veteran Jobs uh, Mission Coalition. And they're leading a number of companies across the nation in addressing uh, how to uh, help veterans uh, get into to, to the right careers. And there was a large emphasis there also on, on the spouse. So military spouses, good news is there's more focus on you and your sacrifice and, and, and getting you gainfully employed. There are certain companies out there. I can think of uh, Prudential as one. We're now offering uh, the ability for spouses to take their job overseas when their spouse gets deployed to a country like Germany or Italy, where you can continue to work from uh, for Prudential from a remote location. So that's good news that that, that, that focus is there because, uh, you know, there was an expression that, that we use for a long time. You know, the strength of the family is the strength of the soldiers. The strength of the army is the strength of the nation. So the family is central um, and so it's the Army military family community um, 
And so LinkedIn is important. Um, and, and Don, I agree with you, you know, completely. Um, the LinkedIn profile is very, very important. We spend a lot of time on it in the four block program. And I would just encourage veterans to seek out the LinkedIn for veterans information on LinkedIn because there are, are education modules there. There's tips and how-to sheets there. And if you have a LinkedIn profile, you want it to work for you, not against you. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to spend time on that. And that's one of the things we, we spend a good deal of time on in the four block program. Yeah. And, and, and in part, you know, I want to add to that using keywords that, that yeah. can help you get found Absolutely. on LinkedIn. So, you know, yep. tr- obviously when you're coming out of the military, you're used to using military lingo and language. Yeah. And one of the things that, that I'm sure you talk to people about is, is transitioning that to demilitarize Absolutely. the language so that they can be found. So, so what are some of the, the common um, types of, of language that you switch right. on LinkedIn to help military members be found? Great term, obviously in line with career switching. You know, in the military, we're so used to acronyms, we're so used to rank, we're so used to military titles and lingo that we have to we have to get another set of eyes to look at everything we write to learn how to, to speak again in regular old English, and that's tough when you've when you've been in the in the military environment for a long time, and so when you look at your your resume, when you look at how you introduce yourself to people or tell your story, or your LinkedIn profile, you really have to put on that that lens, that English lens again, to make sure you're wiping away all of the military terminology. Now, you want to include, you know, you don't want to hide the fact that you're military. You want to include that. Uh, you should be proud of your service, and you bring skill sets that civilian employers are looking for. But you have to figure – you have to look at each term and, and, and think to yourself, is the average person going to understand that terminology? And a lot of times the answer will be no. So you have to figure out a different way to say the same thing but in English. And sometimes that bothers us because we're so used to doing things uh, in a military way and using that terminology correctly and precisely that it, it's a hard thing to write instead of company commander um, – you know, executive officer or uh, use it, replacing that with a civilian term that's going to help people understand what you did in the military. So it's really important you uh, use your veteran network to understand how other folks did it mm-hmm. and to spend some time studying that. Otherwise, uh, pe- a lot of people won't understand because, as Doc, as you said, you know, less than 1% of the population has served or e- even is within DOD. Um, so there are a lot of folks out there that just, that don't have that knowledge. And you know, on that point, there's an onus on us as veterans also to help educate and to bridge that gap between the military and the civilian world. Um, so it's important. Uh, it's just important that we do that also. Yeah, and, I, and to tag onto that point, Eric, I, I mean, this is not just important for veterans, but I'd say this to all switchers: it is incumbent on you to find out the language of yes. the industry or the field that you're going to, yes. and to start to transition, use that language. So it's so it's not just the military to civilian yeah. transitions; it's everybody Great who point. wants to make a switch. You can't expect yeah. somebody to interpret yep. or to even take the time to sit there and try and pick yeah. through and say, "Well, what could you do in my organization?" They're not going to take the time. They're going to spend six to eight seconds, and if they don't see words that are familiar and that they can use, yep. they're going to move on. So I think it's incumbent on everybody who's making a career switch to to take that extra step and do the work for it. The other thing I want to tag on to what you said is that you, you mentioned to be proud of your military service. I will say this is an asset now. Like So not only be proud of it, but flaunt it because companies recognize, even if they struggle to figure out where you fit, companies recognize that individuals coming out of the military have been given an immense amount of responsibility. They're working under pressure. They're used to, to you know, dealing in crisis. They're used to dealing with all of these different things, job changes, learning quickly, working in teams. So I think a lot of companies know the strength of this population. They just sometimes don't know where to put it. So, right. so definitely put your military experience out there mm. and then do yourself the biggest favor you can do, which is to find out what the language is of the audience you are looking to get into. Hey, you're just tuning in. You're listening to Career Talk Series XM Channel 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. We are here with Eric Stetson. 
who is the regional director of Four Block and a retired U.S. Army lieutenant colonel. Excited to be talking about military to civilian switches today, 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. If it's Thursday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, we're taking your calls. And we were talking about trailing spouses. If you are somebody who is married to somebody in the military and making multiple moves, we want to hear from you. What's working? What's not working? 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. And, and Eric, to add on to a couple of your resources um there's there's a website called operation we are here that has dot com that has military spouse employment and and this idea of this new term you might have heard portable careers mm. are a growing trend among military spouses but not only military spouses a, a, around a lot of people because we have the internet that allows us to have what what we right. define as a portable career so basically jobs that you can do anywhere and some examples of that are, are accounting or customer service and support grant writing you know nutrition web design social media IT programming trans transcription Colorado Technical University is is a very military-friendly school and also has a lot of online courses to teach you how to do this. So if you're not sure about web design or you're not sure how to set up a website so that you can put your business out there, there are resources for you to do this. And I think that, that sometimes these can be some of the most fulfilling careers out there because you can do them from anywhere. Yeah. So you don't have to worry Absolutely. about where you land. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So, hey, 1%, about 1% of the U.S. has been in the military. But if you think it doesn't impact you, it does. There's so many people in your life that maybe you don't even realize used to be in the military. So yeah. check them out. Check out their LinkedIn. And, you know, here's an interesting fun fact. Jeeps, which are a popular civilian vehicle made by Chrysler, were actually something that came out of the military during World War II. Over 650,000 general purpose vehicles, or GPs, eventually became Jeeps. So, hey, if you're listening to SiriusXM in a Jeep right now, this show applies to you. 844-942-7866. And just to tag on to some more fun facts... And to add to my 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 favorite show, we're not going to go to the pre-break quiz right now, but I do have some questions for Michelle and Dion because I did my research, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do some military quizzing. I'm nervous. Quiz time. Yeah, yeah. No, no, don't be nervous. I'm nervous. Okay, the first one. First one I think is is easy. All right, ready? Which Golden Girl served in the Marines? In the Marines, like so, literally, Golden Girls, one of my favorite shows. By the way, people should know well, this. Is, it's is so this, good. Is in, is it's this, so funny. Is this in the show or like or no, or in like real, real life? life. One oh, okay. of one of the actresses. I'm. Gonna, I'm going with Sophie. See, that's where I was going, but I'm I'm a, I'm gonna say the tall one. Oh, Dorothy. Yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going with her. Yes, it was B. Arthur. Nice. in the Marines. Why couldn't that be the, the pre-break quiz? I got that right. <laughs> I know. Well, because the pre-break quiz has to be slightly harder than that. But I, I was shocked. That I, wasn't hard? <laughs> I didn't. Well, there's only four possibilities. What, what, it, what influenced your guess? What yeah. was the key factor there? I, I think it's the height. The height. <laughs> you, you can be short in the Marine Corps, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she, she, was, she was kind of in. She was, <laughs> Is she one of the more aggressive ones on the show? Is she like, you know, uh, has to be assertive? I think so. You know, lack of fear. That, that could be it. You see that a lot in Marines. <laughs> well, it is interesting because as as part of uh, her personality appraisal sheet, B. Arthur was described as both argumentative and frank. There so you go. apparently yeah. her character on the show did yeah, not that, stray. That's, that's why I chose her. Yes. Nothing <laughs> sure. to do with being tall. But okay. Okay. Which current game show host served in the military? Current? There's a lot of game shows right now. Can we narrow Can them it's down? Network? It's, Can it's we get... popular. It's popular. They're all popular. It's been on a long time. Oh, I'm going to say Alex Trebek. Nope. That's, although, although. That's a good guess. I was going to go That's a good guess. That right? is a good guess. Thanks for the. Oh, I... Popular game show host. Popular. Pat Sajak. Bob Barker's yes, not doing Michelle's it anymore. Michelle's right. Pat Sajak. <laughs> Pat Sajak. <laughs> Should have guessed him first. Are they back there on their phones, like Googling this? <laughs> no, they're not. They we know are they're not, not allowed. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just really good. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, yeah, interestingly. Okay, last one, last one. Which Law & Order SVU star served in the Army in Hawaii? The uh, the uh, guy, Stabler. Oh. Uh, no, I love Stabler, but um, <laughs> it wasn't him. 
I don't know those. The guy. The guy. Because I'm on order SVU. There's only one guy. I'll go with the, the main with, guy. I'll go yeah. with the lady. No, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. the lady. Actually, that, that, yeah. It's the, it's the main star of the SVU wait, unit, wait, right? So the in, redhead. In this, in this, in this There's is no it. redhead. She's redhead. Are there we, is not a redhead are we, on are we, are we going with the current cast? Because I, I stopped watching after Stayware left. Yeah, I know. He's my favorite, too. Actually, I do. I follow him on Twitter. He is my favorite. Um, um, how about the old guy? The, the old the, guy. The, 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 the old Wow, captain. we are very... Eric, can you please save us? Do you have any ideas? Because we're gonna, I don't. We've I, got the guy. Then we've got the, the woman. Red the wet redhead who doesn't even exist. And then we have the old guy. I should know, but I don't. I don't watch a lot of television. Yeah. Ice tea. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know okay. what? I did yeah. know that. You I, did. I, I read his book. I did know that, and I forgot. See? <laughs> I mean, he, he is a guy, so technically... So, well, yeah, I was it, right. it, 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 and, you know, and there are a lot of folks in the older generation, older generations, you know, are more connected to the military because we have more people in the military. So chances are, you know, your uncles, your grandparents are going to know someone or served at some, uh, you know, at some point. Or your uncles um, and parents... Favorite TV parents. shows, mm-hmm. apparently. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I, I really thought these are these are a good primer because I thought these were yeah. slightly easier. But then again, but you know, we have right now. I think we have about six hundred and sixty thousand student veterans on campuses across the United States. Wow. So you know, you're, you're, you're you know, if you're a student, a graduate student, or an undergraduate student, you're probably walking around veterans. You may or may not know it. They might be wearing that camouflage backpack or something like that. Um, you know, talk to them. They're not aliens. Oh, they're normal too. So. Yeah, and you know something else I just read. I thought this was a really great tip, and you you probably known this, Eric. But the Forever GI Bill from mm-hmm. August 2017, yep. it's becoming much easier to use yep. the money to do different things. So, for example, there's Microsoft Software Systems Academy or MSSA, which is an intensive eight week training program that teaches service members how to you know do coding and programming, which is such a critical yep. skill. And now you can use you know, the, the GI Bill to, to apply to these things that are not maybe formal education right. programs. Also, uh, voc rehab. Um, so vocational rehab uh, dollars are out there for veterans who qualify to pursue um, different programs as well, in, in addition to the GI Bill. Uh, so, yeah, there is, there is support out there. You know, all, all campuses and universities have an office that, that support veterans with, you know, planning the use of that money. Um, and, you know, the great thing is that these folks, uh, everywhere I go, uh, what I hear from university and college uh, officials and, and professors and deans is that veterans are some of the best students on campus. Um, they're highly focused. They know what they you know want to pursue in their education most mm-hmm. of the times. Um, they're they've uh, they've got a few years under their belt, um, so they're approaching things in you know slightly different perspective. Um, but I just definitely encourage veterans to take advantage. In fact, I tell when I was in, I would tell all of my soldiers, uh, I would say, hey, look, you're either in a, in a civilian education course, you're getting ready to go into a college course, or you're in a military course, or you just came out of a course, but you don't get big breaks. You've always got to keep you know moving forward uh, on your on your professional development, and your education. So I really encourage veterans um, who may not have thought of school before to, to get out there and get into school because they're going to be better at it than they think. Mm-hmm. Yep, and there's there's a lot of programs like Boots to Business through yep. the U.S. Uh, SBA Small Business Administration. There's a very yep. cool program, Troops to Teachers, which which helps U.S. Yep. service members transition into teaching careers. So definitely do your research. Talk to other veterans. There's a lot more programs out there than than you may have have even noticed. There's free certifications. So there's organizations that give you. Um, an opportunity to to get your project management institute certification. Yep. I mean, right here, uh, I think in Villanova in the the Philadelphia area. So definitely, definitely look because there's a lot of free or low cost or discounted resources that might be your next step into your career. Eight four four Wharton eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. You're listening to Career Talk Sirius XM channel one thirty two. We're here with Eric Stetson. We're talking all about military to civilian transitions, and we're gonna go to Jim in Michigan. Hi, Jim. Uh, Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. You guys are having a lot of fun. (laughs) We always do here on Career Talk. You know, um, I'm involved. I have a small HR consulting company here in Detroit, and one of the things I do is help businesses um, save money, get tax credits, etc. And one of the things I emphasize is is hiring veterans, in many cases, can be worth $9,600 in what they call work opportunity tax credits. 
and um, it's important that that veterans, you know, make sure they make sure that, that when you're applying for a job, you let the you know the client know that you may, in fact, uh, uh, you know, qualify for those credits. So you're talking about the employer qualifies for the credits, or the the actual veteran? The veteran qualifies for the employer to get a credit for hiring them. So yeah. the government wants to give them, uh, you know, a step up and, and, and you know, a, an opportunity that um, for business owners to maybe give them a little extra consideration under generally called work opportunity tax credits. Right. Yeah. So um, been around for a little while. Um, you know, employers do get that, that tax benefit. Um, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of companies have, have seen that and looked at it. Um, what's nice to see, what I've seen just in the last two years that I've been kind of involved in this business, is the number of organizations that are realizing that, yeah, the tax credit's nice, but wow, the talent, you know, the talent mm-hmm. that the person brings is even nicer. Um, so they're, they're starting to see and understand the skills and the experience, the maturity that veterans bring uh, and perspective that they bring to the work pl- workplace. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Jim, Talk that's it. Folks that have organizational skills and, uh, you know, there's a few... The people that always show up to work with uh, the proper uniform and pressed or, you know, maybe dressed a step better than they need to be. I mean, that's the stereotype I have of, of working with veterans, and I have quite a few over the years. So, Jim, so you're somebody, it sounds like, who's hired a lot of veterans. What advice do you have for, for um, veterans who are coming and, and, you know, interviewing and looking for a job, just based on your experience? Well, you know, I've hired a, a few. Yeah, now that you mentioned I guess I have hired a few over the years. I, You know, just make sure that... Um, you're, you're tr- interpreting what you did in the military, and this was part of the discussion e- earlier, into how those translate those skills into what employers are looking for. You know, um, the organizational skills, being a self-starter, you know, not having to be handheld, um, all the things that, you know, you generally find when you hire veterans. It's important. Mm-hmm. And, and veterans can, this is a, a little tidbit, they can get pre-screened. Um, for work opportunity tax credits and actually be able to uh, present a certificate to the um, to the business owner as part of either digitally or in person when they um, when they go to apply. And where would they do that, Jim? So um, I have, uh, and this is in a this is kind of a, on the back end here. But if you go to sparkmyresume.com and go, this would tie it to me, which I would I don't make any money on this, but. Um, slash 281143. It's a tool that and anyone can use this. I mean, the credits, the, the work opportunity tax credits, I'm finding about a third of businesses aren't using them. So I'm out there talking to business owners about using it and I actually represent the service to business owners. And for hiring anyone that may be on government, uh, you know, uh, government subsidy for their, for their children, um, um, felons who have been released. Many people are bringing them back into the workforce, and, and they can be a great asset. The veterans, of course. The list is it's like about 11 buckets, and it's about, you know, when you add them all up in kind of the subcategories, about 100 categories. So the government really wants to give folks who have either in or recently been in a certain circumstance a leg up to get the to get the jobs or get a better job or get a job faster. Yeah, that's fantastic, Jim. And we, we actually did as part of our Switcher Fest, we did the the incarceration to employment show a few weeks ago. And I think these are such important tips and that's why we, we have these shows on Sirius XM because we want to educate people. There's so many resources out there that it's very difficult for any one person to find them all. So we so appreciate you calling in with this fantastic tip to career talk today. Thank you, Jim, and um, thank you for for hiring our military. That's awesome. Eight four four Wharton eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. You're listening to Switcher Fest on Career Talk, Sirius XM channel one thirty two. And now we have to go to our pre break quiz. Quiz. There's a quiz. Oh, we love our quizzes on this show. We do have a lot of fun. So the dome on Monticello conceals this which was illegal in Virginia when the building was constructed. The dome on Monticello conceals this, which was illegal in Virginia when the building was constructed. If you think you know, you can give us a call at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk Series XM, Channel 132. We'll be right back. You're listening to Career Talk. 
on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Dr. Don Brand. Welcome back to Career Talk, your career insider. We are on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM, Channel 132. You are in the middle of Switcher Fest on Career Talk. If it's Thursday, noon Eastern, we're taking our calls live right now at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. And as a very fun promotion for Switcher Fest, you can get a copy of the Audible edition of Switcher's by going to www.downpour.com, D-O-W-N-P-O-U-R.com, clicking buy now and putting in the code DPSwitchers, and you can get half off that audio version. And hey, if you like Career Talk, why not share it with a friend? We are on iTunes and Google Play at Dr. Dawn on Careers. You are listening to SwitcherFest, 844-942-7866. We're here with Eric Stetson, who is the regional director of 4Block. And Eric, where can people reach you? Sure. So people can go to fourblock.org, F-O-U-R-B-L-O-C-K dot org, uh, and they can meet our staff, learn about the program, the organizations, get in touch with our dean of admissions, uh, apply for the online course coming on November 14th, or apply for the resident course, um, which is coming up again. I think we're starting starting in the first week of February in the spring here in Philadelphia. Um, and, and for, you know, right here local in Philly, they can get me at 217-419-4703 um, and, and love to talk to, you know, especially to veterans, but also to talk to, you know, different folks that are out there, corporations that want to learn more about uh, Four Block. And we have a lot of great partners and we're always looking to, make, you know, meet new folks and, and make new, uh, new relationships. Fantastic. And we're so excited you're here, Eric. Thank you for your service. And thanks to all the veterans who are listening. Thank you for your service and happy early Veterans Day. And hey, in case you missed the pre-break quiz, I will read it one more time. The dome on Monticello conceals this, which was illegal in Virginia when the building was constructed. If you think you know... Give us a call, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. But right now, we're going to go right to the phones with Mary in Connecticut. Welcome to Career Talk. What's on your mind today, Mary? Hi, hi, um, uh, Dawn. My name is Mary, and I wanted to let veterans know about two important services that are offered by the Department of Veterans Affairs. Fantastic. They're under under Chapter 36 and Chapter 31. It's called Vocational Rehabilitation and Employment Services, VR&E Services. Veterans with service-connected disabilities are entitled to free vocational counseling with a certified rehabilitation counselor like myself, a master's level counselor, to help them um, come up with new careers that will not further aggravate their service-connected disabilities. That's Chapter 31. This service is free to all veterans. There is also Chapter 36. Chapter 36 does the same thing, but this is career counseling for veterans who do not have service-connected disabilities. It is a wonderful service. I have been doing this um, with veterans as a contractor for the past year. I thoroughly enjoy it, and I enjoy helping veterans find new opportunities. But all they have to do is apply through the VA. They can get the information online through the Department of Veterans Affairs. That's fantastic, Mary. So, so basically, they just need to go into and Google the their local VA, and they'll find information. Is there something specific they should type in? Again, I know you said uh, Chapter thirty six and Chapter thirty one. Is that something they would use in their search terms? Actually, all they need to do is Google the Department of Veterans Affairs. The VA has a huge website with all of the benefits that veterans are entitled to, from medical to housing to career and employment services and and all sorts of um, information is found on this website. They just have to go to the link for VRNE services, Vocational Rehabilitation and Employment Services. And all of this assistance, all of this professional counseling, career counseling is free. Fantastic. We, yeah. we love these tips. Um, thank you so much, Mary, for making the time to call in. I have no doubt that the tip you just shared is going to help many, many people to yep. to find you and t- the work you do. Thank you for doing that work. It's so critical. It's so important. And um, I really appreciate you taking the time to give us a call on Career Talk Switcher Fest while we're talking about military to civilian transitions. Mary, thank you to you. And hey, um, you're listening to Business Radio on 
Sirius XM channel 132. It's Switcher Fest. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. We're here at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. And we're going to go to Lewis in Minnesota. Welcome to the show, Lewis. What's on your mind today? Well, thank you for taking my call. Um, I am a veteran who made a long but finally successful career transition. And uh, I've been at the same company for 20 years now. And it's kind of a, a niche industry. I'm in, I'm in mining, and uh, the niche that I serve is more uh, geology and survey related. And I'm kind of at this point where I'm in my early 50s, and I'm thinking if I need to switch, now's a good time. And it's a small family health company. And um, I'm struggling because I work for a vice president directly, and there are a couple other people that work directly for him. So we are constantly having meetings and working together on things. But everybody else who works for the vice president is a director, and I'm sort of stuck in this middle management position, and I can't figure out a way to break through into that directorship. And, you know, being a a family company, it's hard to chart that course there really is no direct way to to get there no path um and so i you know i think i might want to try and switch careers um on on the side i had built a strip mall and uh successfully owned managed and sold that and i really enjoy real estate development but i'm trying to figure out how do i switch or yeah I love what I do. How do I make it better? How how can I get to that directorship role? Yeah. So um. So I if if you had an ideal, uh, are there one of those paths you would go? Because the other thing I was thinking for you, Lewis, is that you know you might want to consider something like a portfolio career. So maybe you have the strip mall and that's working, and maybe you look for something else that can can take advantage of the skills you bring to the table. Because title is one thing, but if 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 the work you're doing isn't fulfilling to you that's another thing because you know we could probably talk about ways to get the title but what's most important is the work you're doing so if you could have the ideal situation do you know what that would look like i I think part of the title issue and i'll answer your question by the way but part of my my concerns is i feel that i don't get treated the same way and i'm certainly not involved in as many of the other higher level interactions where I feel I could add benefit to the company because I'm, I tend to be a big picture, long-term thinker, and a lot of my ideas pretty much get summarily dismissed at these meetings. And then two to three later, somebody, somebody else comes up with that idea again. And oh my God, Lewis, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. (laughs) That is like my daily life. Um, And and so you just. one of the things I'm hearing with that comment is, and family businesses are tough. Let's just be let's just be clear. That's that's a, a very specific culture and a very spe- specific dynamic. And I think if you've been with them for a number of years and you're continuing to experience this, I think the reality is that situation is likely not going to change. And if if you're looking to do something different and to get recognized differently that's not going to be found in that culture. And you can beat yourself, you know, in the head as as much as you want. But I think you need to find something else. And I think you're right. This is a good time to make that switch. And so, um, Eric, I'm wondering, you know, for somebody who's been out of the service and looking to make another switch, are there resources um, that, you know, does four block work for this group? Is this is... Yeah, we've we've actually had folks come through our program that are are a similar um, situation like yourself, Lewis, and looking to switch their career even though they've been out of the service for 10 or 15 years or even more. And um, so, you know, I agree with Doc, you know, what are you passionate about? What are you interested in? And what are your natural strengths that you can bring to the table? And then taking a hard look at your LinkedIn profile and saying, does it speak to who I am, what I do, what I can do? when you start to make that move. So as you network and as you discover opportunities and meet people, when they go, the first thing you're going to do is go check out on LinkedIn. So is LinkedIn going to speak to your to your advantage in, in that direction? Um, and then also by building that network to discover those opportunities because what y- your natural strengths, your skill set, and your experience, you can bring to many different areas and industries, but you want to end up somewhere, and I agree with Dawn, you want to end up somewhere where you have the ability to make that impact um, as a st- strategic, long-term, big vision kind of person, where you're not going to get poo-pooed away, regardless of the title, um, and 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 I I probably also agree with Don. It sounds like that's not going to happen where you are right now. 
Yeah, and and you know to 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 look at your experience, Lewis. You have so much in your background. You've got the military. You've got this management of a strip mall and real estate experience. You've got this this family firm that you work for. So you have so many different things. And I think your next task is to figure out what you want to do. So what skills do you want to use? Find the common thread throughout your background and really craft a career story that speaks to your audience. And that might mean leaving some things out of your background or your LinkedIn or your resume. That might mean taking some things that you've done in the past and moving them up to front and center. But I think one of the things that you're at risk of doing is because you have all of these diverse experiences is somebody not understanding where you fit because you could fit here, you could fit there, but you don't quite fit here. So this is going to be incumbent upon you to look at that background and say, what's the common thread and how does it relate to the audience where I'm going? And, you know, Mary, our last caller was talking about career coaching. And I think that might be something that would be incredibly helpful because somebody who's objective can look at all of the accomplishments from your background and help you discern which ones are going to be most appealing to your next audience and which ones, as impressive as they might be, may not really um, be what they're looking for. So I think that's your next step. We wish you all the best, Lewis. Thank you so much for your service. Happy early Veterans Day. And thank you so much for giving us a call on Career Talk. We are here for you every Thursday live noon. And we're in the middle of Switcher Fest talking about military to civilian transitions. And we are here with Eric Stetson, who is a retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel, who's taking your calls all hour, 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. And we're going to go to David in Arkansas. Arkansas. David, welcome to the show. What's on your mind today, David? Hi, uh, thanks for taking my call. So um, I run a small business in Arkansas, and uh, I spent eight years in the Air Force as a plumber, which I didn't even know we had in the uh, in the Air Force before I joined. But uh, the business that I run is a machine shop, and I find it really astounding at the people, at just a general employee that you purchase, that you purchase, that you uh, that you hire just don't show up on time or, you know, they're like 30 minutes late from lunch. And uh, so I'd like to encourage all the veterans out there. Employers are looking for veterans specifically because they have that discipline already built into them. So if you're a veteran listening, I want to encourage you, or maybe you're thinking about transitioning to the civilian world. I'd like to encourage those people to, to think about going into the civilian world because there are a lot of options out there with a lot of good-paying jobs, and there's a huge skills gap um, in, like, trades right now. So, I mean, I just want thank you very much for allowing me to say that. Yeah, and David, I'm wondering, so for somebody who wants to, and, and Eric, you can jump in too if you know the answer to this, but if somebody wants to get trained in, in a trade, like plumbing or, or something like that, are, are there places that, that veterans can go to get that kind of training that you're aware of? Um, I know whenever there's still... Uh, technically in the military will pay for um, a trade school and it's one certification that they'll pay for um, I'm not 100% sure after they've gotten out um, how they can do that I specifically have been working with the small business association and trying to help grow my my small business so yep. that's my, more my arena but I'm not sure about the trades yeah no I, I think you're 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 exactly right to be working with that organization and and for those that are around um, in a lot of major cities, you'll you hear of an organization called Bunker Labs, and Bunker Labs is really good at uh, helping uh, veterans become small business owners and startups and, and entrepreneurial um, efforts. And I think the last caller, Mary, with Chapter 3631, some of uh, information there through the VA could also apply for getting additional um, skills uh, or trade um, training for uh, for veterans who are who are getting out. Um, you know. For instance, welding. I mean, welding is big bucks. Uh, it's it's technical work. It's tough work. But if you have you know, the right certifications in welding, that's a heck of a career right there. You can you know put under your belt if you're into that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So congratulations to you. Yeah, David. Thank you so thank much you for much. your call. Thank you for your service, and and thank you for hiring veterans and for calling in with that great tip because I know that every single resource out there that is coming across on the show today is going to help at least one person hopefully more so David thank you to you happy early veterans day as well and 844-942-7866 and we do have to answer our pre-break quiz so we are going to do that right now the dome on Monticello conceals this which was illegal in Virginia when the building was constructed 
Dion, what do you think? I'm going to just start here. I, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. Look, that was so I didn't funny. even know what the place was. <laughs> so, um, I got nothing. <laughs> I have a guess. Okay. Fair. Fair. He already did his ex, so I'll take my... <laughs> I'll take my guess. Um, Dion controls the buzzer, so he controls it all, actually. This is a wild guess. I have no idea if it's relevant with the timeline of things, because um, history. Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess a bar. A bar. Some that's, sort that, of... That is a good guess, and that is... that. No, it's not right. Mm. See, the problem is that's an obvious that guess. That's no, an obvious right. guess, and you know me, and... It's never obvious. Dance so, floor. Yeah. Well, see, see, that's closer. That's closer. And I know Eric. I knew you. You were thinking the the alcohol too. Yeah, so now yeah. Michelle stole your answer. Ah, sorry about that. Yeah. Do, do you have another answer, Eric? Oh yeah. Well, I, yeah. Mm. Dance floor was his second answer. Yeah, dance floor. <laughs> Candy corn. No. Yeah. So th- this is Virginia Monticello, the dome. Yeah. Oh my what goodness. Was, I know. Yeah. This is tough. <laughs> this is tough. I don't Way even. Ha- I don't even have a hint. For you, <laughs> um, pick a question that you can't give a hint to. I know. You know well, we I just thought this was here. historic. It was sort of military because of the whole, you know, mm. concert hall. Mm. I, I feel like sort of military is 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 really heavy on the sorta. Yeah, it is really in heavy light on the, on the military. Right. Skating ring. I will tell you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Disco it's, ball. Disco ball. No. Nice. Long time frame. A <laughs> uh, billiard room. Billiard ah. room. The dome on Monticello concealed a billiard room, which was illegal in Virginia way back when. Who knew? Because it was clearly not us. Associated yeah, clearly. with gambling or... <laughs> I have no idea why I didn't I didn't get that far, but apparently that was harder than, than I thought it was. Hey, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866, and we are going to close down the show with Brent from Florida. Brent, we only have 30 seconds. Can you quickly let us know what is on your mind today, Brent? Absolutely. I just wanted to let all the veterans know out there, I'm a strong advocate of the uh, chapter, I forgot the name of the chapter, Folk Rehab Program. It's awesome. A lot of veterans get out, they're confused with their GI Bill. You only have 36 months of it. You burn it up, switching so much. And then that program is there for you. The only difference is they give you a coach with career counseling and make you do the market research on the field that you pick. And they hold you accountable, which a lot of veterans need. If you get out, you're confused and lost. So it's a great program. After six years in the Marine Corps, I highly advocate for that program. So, so the vocational rehab services, yeah. how do people find that? Usually there is somebody inside the school that is a uh, chapter advocate for that region that works for the VA. Yeah. A lot, a lot of universities and colleges will have uh, either a VA rep on the campus or, you know, close by. The other person I want to mention is local veteran support office, officers uh, that work for county uh, veteran coordination offices. So every county has a veteran services office. And so you can find a VSO there to help coach you through that process as well. Um, so there are multiple locations where you just got to ask. And that's, you know, one of the things that veterans aren't necessarily that good at is asking for help because they're taught to be self-reliant and get it done and figure it out. And they're good at that. But when you get out, you got to ask for help. You got to ask for help from from people to navigate your new circumstances, to navigate going back to school, and to navigate uh, the VA, which, as we know, is a big monster. It's a big beast, but there's a lot of good programs through it. So, fantastic. Um, appreciate your comment, Brent. Yeah, thank you so much, Brent. And of course, thank you for your service as well. Hey, this has been a great show, Eric. Thank you so much for coming on to to celebrate Switcher Fest with us, but also for thank all the you. great information you've brought from military to civilian transitions. It's so important. Michelle and Dion, you guys make this yeah. show fun as always. And of course, to all of our callers and listeners, and especially this week to all of our, our veterans um, and the families of veterans and everybody who supports veterans, either through hiring or through coaching or counseling or any type of support. We thank you all and wish you a very happy Veterans Day. You've been listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM Channel 132, and we will see you next time.